Welcome to the Hardwood Hogs Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Choate. I'm from hogbeat.com. I'm the managing editor over there. That's the rival site covering the Arkansas Razorbacks. Got a good show for you guys today. We're going to have Jackson Collier on. He's normally on with me. Uh, visually, you can see him on the YouTube, but he's going to be traveling. He's going to be on the road today, so we're going to give him a phone call. We're going to talk about what happened last week against LSU and look ahead to tonight's game against Missouri. Talk about the Nick Smith Jr. situation, all that stuff. Got a lot to get to with the Arkansas basketball team, who is ranked 13th in the AP poll this week. Dropped down from nine uh, after the loss to LSU, a three-point loss, so they dropped more spots than points that they lost by. But whatever, AP poll, uh, not a big deal. You, you're really focused on the bracketology stuff, and right now they're a three-seed according to Joe Lenardi. So we're going to get into all of that, but before we do, I want to remind you about our friends at Dead Soxie. Dead Soxie is the presenting sponsor of the Hardwood Hogs podcast. They are a very, very, very nice sock company. They sent us some for Christmas. I love the Dead Soxie socks. They're, I mean, it's just premium stuff, quality socks. And you might be thinking like, okay, I don't really need socks. Like, why do I need quality socks? I'll tell you what, it makes a difference in your life. All of the guys, myself, Jackson Collier, Robert Stewart, Daniel Fair, over here at hogbeat.com, we've been wearing them, we've been talking about them, and we love them. And for our listeners, and this is only for listeners of the Hardwood Hogs podcast and subscribers to hogbeat.com, only you get this deal. If you visit deadsoxy.com, D-E-A-D-S-O-X-Y.com, and enter code HOGS, H-A-W-G-S, like it's spelled in the title of the podcast, you can get 25% off all your orders, and that's including orders on sale items. So any order you have, you get 25% off when you use code when you use code HOGS at checkout when you visit deadsoxy.com. Incredible socks. I love them. Cool name. They got the little sticky stuff on the dress dress socks so they don't fall down. They stay on your legs. They got the ankle socks. They got all kinds of stuff. They got the Arkansas colorway. Working on getting the Arkansas logos. And you might not know this, but the socks that Eric Musselman posts when he's posting his game day outfit, most of the time those are dead soxy socks. So if Eric Musselman likes them, you should like them as well. Visit deadsoxy.com. Like I said, code hogs, H-A-W-G-S, at checkout. You get 25% off all orders, including sale items. All right, it is Wednesday, which means Arkansas plays Missouri tonight, 7.30 p.m. Central Time on the SEC Network. It's a ranked matchup, and according to Arkansas Communications, it is the first ever uh, ranked matchup for an SEC home opener for the Razorbacks. So you got number 13, Arkansas, versus number 20, Missouri. Missouri coming off back-to-back wins over ranked opponents, Illinois and Kentucky. Kobe Brown, their senior, their star player, he scored 61 points across those two games. Back-to-back 30-point games for the guy. He's playing incredible. Missouri having a very, very efficient year offensively. They're first in the SEC in points scored per game. They're scoring just under 89 points per game. That's good for third nationally as well. Uh, they're first in the SEC in assists per game, 20 assists per game, fourth nationally there. Uh, you just look at it, efficiency ratings. You go to Ken Palm, they're, they're adjusted offensive efficiency rating, fourth in the country. They're scoring 117 points per 100 possessions. This is a very, very talented Missouri offensive team. Defensively, they got some holes. You look at it, scoring defense. They're tied for 308th nationally, dead last in the SEC in scoring defense. They're giving up 75 points per game. Uh, I'm going to give my Bet Saracen pick later on. I'm going to take the over in this one. Uh, just because Missouri, you know, incredible scoring offense, not that great of a scoring defense. 
they brought in seven transfers. They got a first year head coach. This is a team that maybe not a lot of a lot of people had expectations for them coming into the season, but I mean they're twelve and one. They have one loss. Arkansas has two losses uh, to Creighton and LSU. So it's a Missouri team that is playing great basketball. They've got a talented roster, and they have a very experienced roster too. If you look at their projected starting five, uh, you're talking about three grad students and a junior and a senior. I mean that's a very experienced team. And then you just look at the other players that they're playing for significant minutes, senior, grad senior, senior, and then one freshman who's playing 12 minutes per game. So a very experienced team going up against an Arkansas team that is not super experienced. I, I think I looked it up. Arkansas is in, in the lower 200s in team division one experience. I think they, they have like close to one and a half years of division one experience per player on the roster. So you're talking about a young Arkansas team against an, an older Missouri team. Um, luckily, Arkansas gets them at home. They're returning home. Went on the road to LSU last week. Lost sixty to fifty-seven in a in a close one. Um, but we're going to talk to Jackson Collier about that here in a minute about that loss to LSU because of course I was at the Liberty Bowl watching Arkansas and Kansas crazy game triple overtime wasn't able to really watch much of the Arkansas LSU game I did go back and watch it but I feel like Jackson he knows much more basketball than I do and everybody knows that so uh, we're going to get to Jackson here in a second but before we do I want to remind you about our friends at myperfectfranchise.net it's Andy Ledecky over at myperfectfranchise.net he is a proud sponsor of hogbeat.com he sponsors a lot of the rivals websites around here and uh, MyPerfectFranchise.net is a great resource for those of you who are wanting to put your career in your own hands, meaning if you want to diversify and become an experienced entrepreneur, you need to call Andy Lodecki. He's a longtime Rivals member. He's a franchise veteran. He's owned multiple franchises, and he helps use that expertise and knowledge to help you find your American dream. So it's a free consultation process. All you have to do is call him, and you get set up. It's a very, very thorough process. He'll get you set up. He'll make plenty of money. If you have money sitting around, you want to do something different with your life, you you want to be a franchise owner, you need to call Andy Ledecky. It's 404-973-9901 or visit myperfectfranchise.net. Again, that number is 404-973-9901. And the website is myperfectfranchise.net. And thank you for to My Perfect Franchise for sponsoring hogbeat.com every Friday. We have our free recruiting roundup, which we put a lot of work into. Should be a premium content piece, but because Andy Ledecky has helped us out, uh, we make that free content because of him. So visit MyPerfectFranchise.net and also visit Hogbeat.com, H-A-W-G-B-E-A-T.com. A lot of great content over there, and we'll have a bunch of live coverage for the Arkansas-Missouri game this evening. All right, that was a lot. Let's get to Jackson so you don't have to keep looking at me and listening to me. I know you guys want to hear from him. So here's Jackson Collier. All right, we got JC Hoops with us on the phone. Can't get his beautiful face on the YouTube today. But uh, JC, you know him, at Jackson Collier on Twitter. Everybody loves JC Hoops. He was able to watch the Arkansas LSU game last week while uh, I was busy with the the football game, the Liberty Bowl, Arkansas-Kansas crazy game. So I didn't really get to watch LSU, so that's why we need to talk to Jackson today. So, Jackson, just kind of walk us through that game and your takeaways from Arkansas's loss to LSU. 
Man, it was one of those games where right out of the gate, Arkansas really wasn't playing their style of basketball. They were trying to force too many outside shots, um, and they just weren't falling. I mean, early on, I think they started out 0 for 7, um, even before halftime. And this is ten, probably 10 minutes into the first half. They're 0 for 7 from downtown. They're not driving the ball. They're not getting to the free throw line. And LSU was running a zone that they, they really couldn't figure out how to attack. Um there were a couple times where they went to the high post through Makai Mitchell or through Anthony Black, and it worked. Uh, they or they would go to the the sideline and run a little two man game between Ricky Council and Makai Mitchell, and it really worked. Running like a give and go type or a high ball screen and and roll out of the side action instead of out of the top of the key. Um, but for whatever reason, they just weren't consistent in how they attacked the zone. They kept trying to force some outside shots. They did crash the glass really well uh for the most part jordan walsh was a monster trying to uh grab some of those offensive rebounds but at the end of the day it just didn't matter they weren't knocking down shots and even their some of their mid-range jumpers weren't falling uh, i think when it was all said and done arkansas was four for 25 um from three-point land i think that was the most attempts they've had all year could be wrong on that but i think i'm pretty sure that's the most attempts from three they've had all year they've been shooting around 16 per game and they just against LSU, they put up 25. None of them were dropping. Not all of them were bad shots. Some of them were very bad shots. Um, but, you know, you had your open looks. Ricky Council had some open looks. Jordan Walsh, Anthony Black all had their open looks, set shots that, you know, they've been knocking down, but they weren't falling against LSU. Um, defensively, I thought they played fantastic. They they only allowed LSU to score 60 points. Um I, I wrote an article last week um, about, you know, those were some of the lowest scoring totals and shooting percentage totals and free throw attempt totals that LSU has seen all season. Um, and they still managed to get the win. They were at home, and um, Arkansas just didn't score the basketball. Arkansas managed, I think, only 10 free throw attempts, and they shot five out of 10, which is uncharacteristic of a team that gets to the line 24 times per game or so. Um, and shoots typically over 70% from the free throw line. It, it it just wasn't as good of defense as they played. It wasn't Arkansas basketball offensively. The offense really, really struggled. So when you look at Arkansas moving forward, because the LSU game happened a week ago, uh, they, they got a tough, a tough stretch coming up against, you know, Missouri starting today. We're recording this on Wednesday. Then you got Auburn, and then you got Alabama. Tough three-game stretch. We don't know when we're going to see Nick Smith Jr. again. We don't know if we'll see him again this season. We don't know if we'll see him next week. That's up in the air still. And we're probably not going to get an answer from Eric Musselman until he knows if Nick's going to play or not for sure. Uh, You know Trevor Brazil out for the year. Arkansas had no bench points against LSU. This tough stretch, you can't let that happen again, but you also need somebody to step up as a scorer. We know Ricky Council can score the ball. We know Anthony Black, you know, you saw him in the Maui Invitational. He took over when he needed to. But who else is it? Because it seems like we thought it could be Jalen Graham for a while there, but now you're feeling like, okay, maybe it's just not going to be Jalen Graham. So just kind of go through some of the guys that you think could step up and maybe, you know, take on a bigger role as far as a scorer, because that's what Arkansas needs, especially when two of your best scorers in Nick Smith Jr. and Trevor Brazil are unavailable. Man, I'm going to keep riding the Makai Mitchell train. Um, he's already gained a bigger role with Trevor Brazil going down. He's playing more and more minutes each game, and he's a vital piece of this basketball team. 
Um, I think feeding him at the high post and running the offense through him, especially if defenses are running its own, um, I think that is a great way to try to play inside out. You know, he has a great low post game. Uh, he really has a ton of weapons in his arsenal, so to speak. Um, he's, I don't know how many games. It seems like every game he scores the first basket for Arkansas. It's almost like their go-to guy to get their opening basket. Um, it, I think if you really need someone else to step up offensively, I think you need to try to run a little bit more through Makai Mitchell. He's averaging close to 10 points a game or so. He's had some double-digit uh, games here and there. I think he can he can expand on that if he gets a bigger role. Um, Devontae Davis, too. I mean, I think against LSU, he's got 17 shots. Not necessarily saying he should shoot that many shots, but um, he's a guy who's proven uh, he can score. He's proven that when he plays within himself, plays his style of basketball as a, as a slasher, as a guy who's taking the ball to the rim, who's shooting those mid-range jumpers and playing really good defense and scoring in transition, he can put, he can put some points on the board. I don't necessarily think he should shoot 17 shots per game or shoot however many three-pointers per game, but if he plays within himself and, and gets those eight, five to eight uh, field goal attempts up from, from good looks playing within himself, that's a great way to add some offense as well. Um, and then outside of those two, I really think you need you need to find a way to establish Jalen Graham. And you also need a way um, – you need to find a way to um, establish another shooter. Um, Joseph Pinion got a little bit of run and got pulled fairly quickly against LSU. Um, but against a zone like that, if you're not going to attack it uh, at the high post or at the middle and you're shooting over it, well, if you go four for 25, they're not going to come out on you and guard you at all. You have to have somebody out there to make the defense play honest, keep spacing the four, bringing them outside of the paint. I think Joseph Pinion can bring that to the team, um, but he's got to get some minutes. He's also got to you know, step up on defense and stuff. You're looking for different answers all over the place, and you're missing Nick Smith right now, obviously, who can come back. But that just really puts a, a really um, – it really stretches your – uh, backcourt thin, not having Nick Smith. All right, so before we get into some picks for the Missouri game, we know we know you know how last year went to start SEC play. We know this Eric Musselman uh, coached Arkansas team historically, you know, has a lull at some point during the middle of the season. Maybe it's now. Maybe it'll come later. Maybe they'll do well in this three game stretch against three tough teams. But let's just assume. No Nick Smith Jr., no Trevor Brazil. Um, well, you know, you know, no Trevor Brazil for the rest of the year. Nick Smith Jr., we don't know for sure, but let's just assume not. What do you think is the ceiling of this Arkansas basketball team as far as, you know, how far they could make it? So even without Nick Smith, I think this team does have a strong case to make a run in the NCAA tournament. They'd have to kind of reestablish roles and kind of formulate and figure out. Uh, who's getting minutes, you, you wouldn't really be able to play just five five guys or barely six guys uh, throughout the year. Um, but you, you'd have to establish somebody else. But the thing is, even without Nick Smith and Trevor Brazil, this team is still more talented than either of the last two that, that Eric Musselman has had that he took to the Elite Eight, at least in my opinion. Um, I, I, I wholly believe that. Um, this team is still the best defensive team that Eric Musselman has had at Arkansas. Um, 
Uh, and that really carries a lot of weight in, as far as what a team's potential could be. Um, if you can stop teams from scoring, you, you're in every game. I mean, Arkansas, like I said, they, they only they held, they held LSU to 60 points, and they played an abysmal performance offensively, and they still almost won. So I think even with having no Nick Smith, no Trevor Brazil, um, trying to establish new roles, as long as the defense stays playing at a high level, I think this team could still be a Sweet 16, Elite 18. All right. Let's get into some picks for Arkansas versus Missouri. At the time of us recording this, there are no player props over on Bet Saracen. Uh, but Bet Saracen is the official mobile sports gambling partner of hogbeat.com. It is the mobile sports gambling app for the Saracen Casino Resort. Go download it. Bet Saracen on the Google Play Store or the App Store. Uh, so, like I said, no player props, but you look at it, Arkansas is a seven and a half point favorite. Uh, they're minus 325 if you take the money line, and then the over is set at 135 or 153 and a half, excuse me. Uh, Jackson, I think you said before we recorded you like Missouri to cover that seven and a half. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like Missouri to cover that seven and a half. Missouri's been a big surprise this year so far. Was not expecting them to win the games that they have so far. But, you know, they're playing really well. They have a really strong offense. Kobe Brown is uh, – he's a very good basketball player. He's, he's a guy that I knew coming into the season was going to be their focal point, and I was just – unsure of the pieces around him but man Hodge has played really really well uh in that guard spot and between him and Brown um those two are leading the way for one of the best offenses in the country uh I think even though Arkansas's defense is so good um having such an elite offense at least what has been such an elite offense so far really puts Missouri in a good spot to cover that seven and a half yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that that's a, a good pick. I'm going to go with the over, over 153 and a half. As you mentioned, Missouri, great scoring offense. They're number one in the SEC, number three in the country in points scored per game. And then you look at it, I mean, they're last in the SEC in scoring defense. So they're giving up the most points per game of any team in the SEC, and they're tied for 308th nationally in that. So it's I think it's a good recipe for Missouri's still going to score points. Arkansas is a good defense, but Missouri's going to score points. And then you look at it, Arkansas is going to get a little bit of an easier test defensively to score some points at home, too. So I'm going to take the over on over 153.5. Uh, and then, of course, visit hogbeat.com later today for the Bet Saracen player props. All right, Jackson, appreciate your time, man. Travel safe, and we'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on.